Welcome to a new episode of Talk Nerdy to Me. I'm Jay. I'm Gaz. And this is the first show we've done in a little while. We've took a little break over September um, for various reasons. I've been gigging. You've been daddying. Yes. Did you did you holiday in daddy? Uh, no. Just I've been places. I went to Manchester on Saturday, which was good. Oh yeah, I went I to uh, the Rylands Library. Manchester, have you ever been? No. It, it looks like Harry Potter. Oh, no, I have. Is that the one with the big circle? Uh, Is that the one where it's, it's just a giant circular building? No, it's like old Hogwarts looking thing. No, oh, no, no. I don't it's know. Where about in Manchester is that? Uh, hmm. <laughs> in Manchester? Did you drive? <laughs> no, I got did the train. train? Yeah. Did, we, did we have a drink? Uh, sampled a beer in Manchester but obviously the baby was there so nothing drastic but what was the what was the thing you put up oh Vicky put up a vine of you doing this oh that was in the science and industry museum right just for the audio medium I did a kind of like David Brent dance just so people know but what so what was that so that was if you wave your arms and act like a lunatic it makes sound but didn't she do it on boomerang Mm. and doesn't boomerang have no sound well, yeah, I look like an idiot. Yes, <laughs> I was like, I don't understand. She what's could have going took on. a normal photo, and that would have happened. <laughs> yes, yeah. You know what? You, yeah, okay. That was the lesser so of two evils. I may as well just wave okay. my arms around like a lunatic. Oh well. In anyway, we've got some stuff to catch up on. Um, I mean, I feel like the one thing I want to go straight into. We're gonna. There's no trailers. There's not. Well, there might be something we watch, but um, we're still sticking with this kind of half arse kind of plan, kind of seeing where it's going, repertoire. Um, well, the, I never planned that. Well, you don't plan anyway. I, if anything, the format is the same as far as I'm concerned. That changes nothing. Um, yeah, so in the news, it has been a roller coaster of a month since you and I last podded, mm. and since we have now podded. In that time, Spider-Man left the MCU... Oh, yeah. And it's come back. Mm. <laughs> See, I saw about this. Yeah. It was hard to avoid, really. Well, it was, it was, in, it was on Sky News, BBC News. It was a bit Yeah, thing. I thought it was a bit weird, because I literally only watched... Well, I, in the timeline of this happening, so we got the news that Spider-Man had been kicked out of the MCU. Mm. This, then, was where I decided to watch the new Spider-Man film. Finally! Uh, we'll get into that bit as well. into it, and then went... How's this going to work? Because they were basically making him out to be the main Avenger. The new in, Iron in Man. That. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is a bit awkward, isn't it? Well. <laughs> like, Marvel just didn't anticipate Sony going, we'd like all of the money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we want all the money. <laughs> and Marvel going, oh. <laughs> it's, I kind of pictured, like, in The Simpsons, which Ryan Horn will appreciate this, um, where, like, the Germans are going... So, like Mr. Burns goes, oh, I'll, I will willing to, you know, buy back the plant, and they go, ah, good, we are desperate to buy, and we are desperate to sell, and you are desperate to buy, excellent. He goes, desperate to sell, advantage Burns. <laughs> I just feel like that they went, you know, we are very desperate to keep Spider-Man in the MCU. 
Oh, really? <laughs> well, let's fuck that up. Mm. And I li- listen to so many points of view on this. Like, Chris, I'll, I'll go, I'll break it down via our sponsors of the show. Our sponsors are Chris's Comics Podcast mm. and Nerdcore Underground. Mm. So Nerdcore Underground, uh, they, both Leal and Jay were, uh, Leal and Jay, Leal and Fieldmouse were fuming. Like, well, at, it is a bit shit. They were fuming at that they had happened, that had been allowed to happen. Um, Leo made a really good point. So he looked into the logistics of it. And so did, how much do you think Disney were getting for Spider-Man? As it, um, unless you've read this up, which I'm guessing you didn't. One million yeah. dollars. <laughs> so apparently so the deal was they got all profits from merch... They were allowed to He's make merch. Mer- fuck you. <laughs> merch is that guy I put a picture up with. Yeah. Um, they got all the profits from merch. Who's merch? Fuck off. <laughs> and I think they got 5% of all the profits from the opening weekend. That's right. it. So it's not actually like the big bonanza that you would think for that. No. It's not a lot. I mean, it is a lot. To me yeah. and you, that'd be a lot. But in the grand scheme of things, it's mm. not. So then you get a massive, much bigger portion of it. Well, yeah, so you get the rest of it. So you get everything. And the other thing is, Disney were uh, providing the studio, to a degree, producers, mm. uh, actors, um, and that's all they were getting. So since Disney have come forward and gone, can we have a bit more? Can we have... Mm. You know, can we do it 50-50? And Sony just went, no. <laughs> and just walked away. And Chris, Chris's point of view was, it'll be fine. Sony can do a good Spider-Man movie. Yeah. It's like, when? <laughs> <laughs> and his, I think his example was uh, Into the Spider-Verse, which is completely different. Well, It's animated for starters. It's not to say that it couldn't happen. But, but it's unlikely to happen. I mean, could, I, I feel one day we should do that pitch... A Spider-Man movie. The Spider-Man movie that Sony had I to make. I imagine that it would sort of feel like now, having the MCU Spider-Man, it would be like the Italian Spider-Man. <laughs> to have him go back to Sony. And if you don't know what the Italian Spider-Man is, you'll thank me later when you YouTube this shit. As it, you always bring it back to Italian Spider-Man. Well, he is the one and only Spider-Man. <laughs> out, of, out of Tobey Maguire. <laughs> I, I like the Italian And Tom Holland, who's your, and Andrew Garfield, who's your favourite Spider-Man? Italian Spider-Man. It's, it's something that cannot be replicated. But, yeah, so they've come, they've reached a deal. He's going to be back for one more Spider-Man film, so he finishes his trilogy. Okay. Take that, Andrew Garfield. And what? what and one more, just they call it one more Marvel film. So Avengers. So in theory, in Avengers, but as it stands, there's still, there aren't any Avengers left, really, of them, mm. all four. Um, but that's a different topic altogether. So yeah, um... And they get 25... Disney now get 25% instead of 5 So they did reach a kind of an accord. Think they'll kill him. There's a rumour that Kevin Feige is going to write him out of the... Uh, using they've the got to kill him. That they're going to get rid of him. Which... But they, I, they can't kill Spider-Man so Could young. they use the Spider-Ninja thing? The Spider-Ninja... What, what, what was it called? In, Night Monkey. Uh, Night Monkey. Well, Could they not just have Night Monkey now? Well, that was the joke, wasn't it? There was like loads of people saying that they were just going to use... People had adopted a photo of Tom Holland, blonde with a moustache, called him mm. Hom Tolland. <laughs> and he was going to be in the new film, Night Monkey. 
what's to stop Marvel doing that? Using Night Monkey? Yeah. I mean, in theory, they could use Night Monkey, but... <laughs> that would be funny. <coughs> a big fuck user Sony, but yeah. doesn't use Night Monkey from yeah. now on. I, it'll stay. It's, it's one of the things that Sony... Disney are going to end, end up buying Sony. They will end up buying Sony. Sony is struggling. It's not as... I get, do you almost like, feel like it's getting to that point where Sony want to be bought by Disney and they're going, no, you're going to have to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> Disney are like, I really don't want to... Mm-hmm. All right, I'll buy you! <laughs> I've been a bad studio. <laughs> yeah. I think I need to be bought out. <laughs> it's like, no, we're, we're, just, we're just partners. Bad, bad studio. <laughs> Um, and it's almost like, as well, like Sony are pushing buttons to do it. So you know the, the terrible, we have Venom, mm. which was very 90s. And yeah. we've got the Jared Leto Morbius movie, which I explained that to you. That's where he plays like Spider-Man's vampire enemy. Jared Leto does? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, no, in, I do remember that. Yeah. Um, they're going forward with um, a Madame Web film. Now, Madame <laughs> Web... <laughs> what? What's up with you? Madame Web. Who's Madame Web? She's she's a blind. She's like a posh lady Spider Man. <laughs> Hello, yeah. I am Madame Web. No, I just feel like it sounds like a like a way you hit someone. Like you're you're getting Madame Web, do you? <laughs> um, no, he's she's she's a. I don't understand how they're gonna make a character of it. She she's one. She can see through time, but she's no. blind and she's old. Well, what's the web thing about? Um... I, that's the thi- that's the thing. I don't even really get the. I think she's called Madame Web because she was on when she was first found. She was on like life support and it looked like webbing. Oh my god! Like it is. It she is a stretch of a character. I read a comic with her in recently and I didn't enjoy her presence. Let's put it like mm. that. But that's yeah. There's been a lot of Spider-Man shit. Oh, the other. God, there's a lot to go through here. The other rumor is that. Well, you saw how it ended. In fact, let's talk about that. Far from home. Quick review. With, Gary, the master of movies, master. Right, yeah. Yeah. But I didn't like the villain at all, really. And I'll tell you for why. What? Right. You didn't like Mysterio. No, not really. He's one of the greatest villains they've ever I done. I didn't like it. What? Because it was all drones. He's in a master illusionist in the. Oh, no, he's not. He is. He no, fooled he's everyone. Not. It was all drones. He fooled everyone. Yeah, they had to make it more. He in the comics, it's smoke and Nothing mirrors. Nothing he did was—he was just a man who managed to control a load of no, drones. No, it was his cronies in the office. Dronies. Dronies then, but it was the guy controlling the drones who was the real villain. He was the real villain. No, not buying it. No, because it was his. Because it, it was I his tech. No, it was his tech that Tony Stark renamed Bath. Remember, because he came up with yeah. the whole a bit of a. The drones are separate. The drones project the image that he created. He managed to create fo- a realistic, some so realistic virtual reality. That I is Mysterio. Do we not impressed by the whole? Thing? I thought you'd love I... it. Well, the trippy thing where he thinks like he's in Spider Man's mind and he's falling through, uh, like falling through a building, and then the Tony Stark zombie comes out. Yeah. And did he not like any of that? Well, it's not that I didn't like it. It's just that, like, I felt like the first Spider-Man film was perfect for me because it just had a villain who was basically, like, you know, the vulture guy, played so well by Michael Keaton, and that's what carried it. It didn't need, like, loads of frills around it. This one, it just felt a bit like 
overboard for me. Like, you know, he was an illusionist. Well, that's great, but then he's not actually doing any of this shit. Hence the term illusion. Don't care. Do you know how, do you know how magic works? Didn't you aren't aware that there is no such thing as you watch Darren Brown. He was like he's like evil Darren Brown. Yeah, Darren Brown is actually magic though. It's not. <laughs> but anyway, so okay, so I actually quite liked it, but I didn't like it as much as the first one. I'm even well. I I never I didn't like it. I liked I liked the only thing, yeah I liked Mysterio but I didn't like it I thought it was silly like really silly. Well, the first one was silly. No, but the the thing that really sums it up for me is the bit where. He has to, what does he do? He tells the entire class to look out the, out the window mm. at a llama so he can jump out the sunroof, mm. backflip to shoot down a drone. He's accidentally set off to mm. kill a guy at the front of his bus yeah. and then lands back in it. And I just thought, what, is, what was this scene for? What are we doing? What is going on here? And there was a lot of just pure silly shit that didn't... I mean, the whole... Romance with Gar... I mean, we're getting to another thing now, but there was a lot of pointless shit in it. I thought Mysterio was the one thing that really, really held it together for me. I don't know. I just... I wasn't completely sold on it. I, I, I think it's because I always prefer villains where it is just a bit more simple. I don't like it when there's all sorts of flashy shit going on around mm, it. I know what you like on that, actually, to be fair. But you and all... I, I, I thought it was a massive step down to go from the Michael Keaton vulture to that you because that, that you know you had that scene in the car and it was just like oh yeah no I get what you, know, you mean and that's a villain yeah, to me no, I'm, you feel I'm, it I'm I didn't feel you. that about that Jake Gyllenhaal style. I just was like get, put your fucking helmet back on you prick <laughs> but that's Mysterio's style whole, <laughs> um, he was just one giant helmet J. Jonah Jameson yeah well you know did you not like have a little when he came back like finally get to see the man play him again when if I'm being honest I might have zoned out with that oh for fuck's sake <laughs> I've got a baby the after, distracted I want to point out that you just pointed at the cat when you said that yeah the baby <laughs> yeah. no the the bit at the end of the credits when it's revealed is that did you watch I probably it? didn't watch the credits oh for fuck's sake <laughs> right so it's a big thing mate what happened at the, at the end credits mm. A video is leaked where Mysterio has made a recording, which implies then he's not dead. Yeah, I didn't watch that. Yeah, showing that and reveals to the world Spider-Man is Peter Parker with proof. Right, right. And the person who reveals that is J. Jonah Jameson, but the one from the original Spider-Man films. Right. Uh, what's his name? What's his name in real life? It's it's very similar to J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, right? I know it's the ball fellow in it. Yeah, from like oh, Whiplash. Whiplash. Yeah. yeah. So he's come back to play the character. Hmm. I didn't watch that. Well, <laughs> fuck me. Do you know what I think it was? Right. The fact was, you watched it on a, a pirate stream. Yes, but basically what happened was I think it f- finished before it was supposed to finish. Oh, fucking hell. Does that make it like my server cut out or something? Oh. And then I thought, ah, oh, there's only five minutes left. Fuck it. It's Marvel. You can't I, do I, that. I got, I got past the bit. You know, I was in the bit where he was, you know, with, what's his name, Happy. Yeah. And was it was it like at the end, something to do with like where he sits the mum down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is very, very, very yeah. near the end. Yeah, you mo- you nearly made it. And that, then... Was that not the first credit scene? 
It might have been. And then it, it cut out and I went, ah, oh, fuck that. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Well. So, never mind. Well, anyway, because of that, because of the fact he's now been revealed, there's rumours coming out. Mm. And these are the same rumours uh, from the same sources that have gotten, they have gotten things right before. That the, he needs to get a lawyer for the next one. Because now he's, he's been revealed. He's, it's, right. Right. And the rumour is he's either going to get She-Hulk, because she starts off as a lawyer. Or Daredevil. Or Daredevil is a big rumour that Charlie Cox has in his contract. If Daredevil appears on screen, it has to be Charlie Cox who plays him. So we might finally get Daredevil. That'd be sweet. That'd be cool. I think that'd be good. Um, I think it's not going to be him. I know. I think it will be more likely She-Hulk. Uh, Kevin Feige, if we're going to sit with the Marvel end of it, um, has been linked that he will write a new Star Wars film. What do you mean? Well, you know how I'm going to do Star Wars once this one's over, but it's not going to be the... Oh, so it, the one that's not in... Uh, I thought you meant... The end of the Skywalker film. Right, I'm yeah. sure they told us this was the end. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's, it's no more Skywalkers, but they're going to continue making Star Wars films, like start a new saga, where Kevin Feige is being brought in to do it. Bear in mind, he's the one who helped completely set up and start the Marvel Universe. <sighs> and... I've got a problem with this. You just want... Go on. You want well, it all Just call in. it something else. What, the Star just, Wars? Yes. Well, it might be. It might be called something else. Well, then, do, why is it being... Because like, it's still it... under wraps, isn't it? It's like, like Project Dolphin or something, you know, you just keep... No, but what what I mean is, right, Star Wars is done now. This is the last one. Leave it alone. I don't want nothing else. And then, if you want to make a new sci-fi film that doesn't have the Skywalkers in it anyway and doesn't feature any of the stuff that was in the original mm-hmm. stuff, Call it something else. But you've got a hot property. Like Star Wars, then, is it? Right, but you're right. I'm confused. Are you saying that they should just stop Star Wars altogether? Yes. Or are you Call saying it something new? Or are you saying they should? They do have the right to carry on and do something based off of it, but just don't have Star Wars in the title. No, I'm saying just leave it alone. Create something else. Create something else. Well, he's done that. He's done the MCU, but now. If you could, no, that's Disney are never going to stop making Star Wars. It makes money, so wouldn't you rather they bring in a top head who is good at handling an entire universe of movies? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather not. Okay. Well, you're getting them. Well, I don't. I know I'm getting them. I've been force fed these fucking things. Good news. You're getting them, and you're watching them, and we're going to talk about them. That's your life now. You're. We're married on that basis alone. Um, do you know what they should do? Go on. If they're going to do like something, boss Disney, mm. right? They should do the ultimate. Ultramet? Ultramet. Yes. Ultramet. The Ultramet. I love that as well, the Ultramet. <laughs> Ultramet crossover. So you've got Star Wars, right? Right. Uh, someone goes into hyperspace, hear me out on this, right? And they break through the barriers of time and space, right? Right. So the Doctor has to come and fix it. Oh, okay. Right? But where have they broke into? The Marvel Universe. Cool. <laughs> right. So now you've got Star Wars, MCU, yeah. and Doctor Who together. Right. Uh, there might be some sort of like fire or something. So then they've got to get Fine and Sam. Fine and Sam. And you, you're going down the Fine and Sam route. <laughs> oh, uh, let, let me guess. Banana Man comes in to help out. He can do. Fuck me. There's no reason why not. There the is. Do- the thinks I need to figure something out here so he goes back in time but he left his door open 
when he went back in time and the dinosaurs come in. Well, have you never seen have you never seen the the fan film that someone made of what if of Batman versus Darth Vader? No. It's like high budget as well, so someone's done it so Batman breaks into the Death Star, Vader comes to get him, and it's a it's pretty epic kind of how they've done it out. Mm. There's two endings, there's one where Vader wins and there's one where Batman wins, and you can watch either ending. But he had to actually get he had to get permission from Lucasfilm, he's went, I'm going to do this. Because of the likeness, right? Yeah, and he went, what about music? And they went, you can't use the music. But this is what I'm saying. But you can use, like, <laughs> the music. So instead of, like, going, dun, 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 it was like, dun, 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 dun. That's rubbish. Like that. I, right? I, I want the real music. Well, you can't have it because it's a fan film. <laughs> but then Disney, when it get, Disney got wind of it mm-hmm. and uh, told him to stop and took away all his money for, from it. But then Lucasfilm came back and went, uh, we made this agreement. Yeah, he's allowed to do it. And Disney just backed off. Right, right. So it can you can watch that apparently. It's on YouTube. I don't know. I think it's just said Darth Vader versus Batman. It's as simple as that. Um, we'll go into... God... Right, I'm worried about which way to go here, because either way is going to be... Gary, you can choose where we go next. Do you take the path of joy or the path of possibly political discussion? Either one of these is happening. (laughs) Fucking hell, have we got eyebrow here? (laughs) I'm looking at the cat. (laughs) As if we've got eyebrow and I'm talking (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the first thing you looked at. Have we got eyebrow here, Mr. Smithens? Well... Why are you question timing me? Well, no, you just pick which way we go. Either way, we're doing one or the other, but... Politics? <laughs> so, the Joker film that is coming out this Friday, yes, which we will go and see at some point, um, has got a massive... Con- have you heard the controversy about it? This is... Uh, I did hear something on the radio, people kicking off because there was the Batman massacre thing. Which well, some people, loads of people got shot by a guy dressed yes. as the Joker, and they said it was poor taste to bring this film out. But then are they saying, "This is what my understanding of it was." They're, they're saying we should just never have a well a film ever again. <laughs> yeah, right. Because you could say anything that has guns or so a, it's saying, a villain in it or anything like that. It's come out. People make any sense? There's people saying that this encourages this film and what it portrays and how it portrays the Joker is going to encourage crazy people to commit mass shootings. Mm. Um, the directors took umbrage with that, saying that you could say that about a lot of films, including John Wick. Yeah. He said John Wick. But then the director of John Wick has come out and gone, don't you dare say that about my film. Um, cause, um, but it's more the idea of, you're right, it's like, why now? Why all of a sudden with the Joker film but- is everyone getting a bit of a highbrow about what how much violence can be I mean I watched I was talking about this to get to one of the guys from work today and have you ever seen the last the last house on the left or something on that? Uh the horror film. Yeah. I think I know what you want. In one scene there's a guy is strapped to his truck but by the top his top half, his legs are strapped to a tree trunk off of the truck. And two guys in clown masks actually um smashes shins in with sledgehammers while he's alive and you see the splinting come out the shins and like him screaming and I think even at one point just 
well, very well acts that he just passes out from pain. And that, that's that been out and no one said a word. Joker? Oh no, that'll be too much. Like, I don't understand. I think it's probably the Batman connotation to it, isn't it? But I don't, I'm not buying that the Batman massacre thing was because of the Batman films anyway. No, yeah. What, I don't, I, you know... I mean, it, people said he was dressed because... as a Joker, but his hair was just dyed green. And then when it is, the dye came out, he, he dyed his hair. He dyed his hair orange. He mm. also had his hair purple. I almost think it was coincidental. I'm not saying that some psycho hasn't watched a film and gone, "Oh, I could do that." Yeah, but that you could say that about anything. But it, it, let's face it, this happened in America, right? Yeah, it's not happened over here. Yeah. Fucking Get in charge of your gun control, boys. Yeah, Phil Mouse and Leal. What are you doing about your gun control? <laughs> you and your fucking gun control. I mean, I've heard, I've heard that Leal Leal packs about five shotguns in his car alone. Mm-hmm. He has five shotguns. Field Mouse uh, has a noisy cricket for Men in Black. Yeah, he keeps that under the it. under the desk in the comic book shop. Anyone comes in, starts saying stupid things like like you saying. What if they did Star Wars but Doctor Who got involved? He pulls it out, bam, you're gone. And then, yeah, and then they just sit there and smoke a doob and talk about how the Joker pushed them to that limit. Yeah. That's exactly how it goes. Whereas we only need feather dusters in this country. Yeah, feather dusters. Tickling sticks. With feather dusters <laughs> and tickling sticks. Have you heard my new nickname, by the way? No. I'm Constable BJ. Well, it's about time. Because apparently I, I am the law. I bring about law. I bring about law like I correct you I stop, <laughs> I bring I rein you in and I also I have had a go at them because I'm the only Patreon supporter they have right I give them a dollar a month yeah. and then I like message Jay to go it's been a while since an episode lads come on chop chop <laughs> <laughs> I am paying you <laughs> so um, uh, so okay that was the slightly political route we don't do politics much here and. I suppose I'm saving the best till last. Jurassic World, Gary? I thought we... What? Jurassic the, A new World. one? The new one? Have you heard? Have you heard the word? Oh, ah. Uh, oh, go uh, on. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. I didn't know whether this was true or not. Go on. But I'd, someone posted up something and it had Alan, uh, Ellie and Ian Malcolm mm-hmm. in it. They're all coming back. Oh. For the ne- this next one, they're all coming back. The original as cast. main characters or as a bit of a like over the. Edge. I don't know on that for sure. I doubt main because Chris Pratt is going to be the main character. Well, yeah, but like, are it, so are they going to be like heavily involved? Is what I mean. Do we, not c- know? we don't know. We just know that they're all. We just back. know they're going to make a little run through. Mm. So I, I mean, the proper in it, me. I know. I bet you do. I bet that. Have you watched? The, and this got me to wondering. And this is what I alluded to before I press record. Have you watched the mini film that they released? No. Battle of... Uh, what's it called? The Battle of Little Rock? It's called The Battle of Little Rock? It's an eight Jurassic mi- Park? It's an eight-minute film uh-huh. by the people of, Jurassic, of Warner Universal Pictures, is it? Yeah. Um, of, um, almost as in a one-shot uh, Jurassic World thing, okay. which is on YouTube, free to watch. What, what's it about? Do you want to watch it? Yeah. It's only eight minutes. <laughs> I will pause the show. So, Gary, what did you think of that? Yeah, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> How does that slip your radar, really? make one of them every week. 
<laughs> yeah. What the the eight minute adventures of yeah. the, the Allosaurus that tries to eat a little baby. Yeah. I want honestly yeah. when that baby started crying, I was like fucking chuck at the baby. <laughs> I mean you're you're a dad now, so you think differently, but I was Sicilian <laughs> like fuck that. But I think that's if that's the direction they're going in. That'd be sweet. That's, that's exactly that's what you've been old wanting. School Jurassic Park. Mm, yeah. Like total te- like you were actually thinking something bad's gonna it's gonna end on tragedy. Yeah. Like a Greek plan. I, I thought, yeah, it was just going to be like, oh, you think they're safe, and then... the Boom! Yeah. Raptor! Yeah. Yeah, Raptor. Well, like... Not necessarily that, that anything was going to particularly happen, but just like a little raptor's, like, claw. Or oh, even if you... Or even if you... Sweet. Or even if, just like... tapping on something. You heard, like, it roar, yeah. like it was coming back or something. Yeah. No, but that... That's a... Uh, that's a hint of the future of Jurassic oh, sure. World, which I'm sure you're more than happy about. Um, so that was the news. Like I, said, I did say we had a lot to get through. Um, but now we get to the main event, which is we're going to talk about... <laughs> the Viewers Universe. Yes. So... <coughs> oh, there you go. The Viewers Universe. So the Viewers Universe was the first cinematic universe... It really, I mean, I, people count the Hollywood Monsters universe, but I kind of almost don't want to count that because I feel like that was a cash grab. Mm. That was a, there wasn't much movies about then anyway. And I feel like one company was making horror films, so they were almost like sequels to each other, not so much a universe. Yeah. Um, but then Kevin Smith, I don't know whether it's his comic book mind, decides to write a load of films, one after the other, but keep them all within the same universe. But different. But different, yeah. all completely different films, almost. Um, with the two characters that are always in every film is, of course, James Jane. and Bob. Yes. Um, and we're doing this because Jane Sound Bob reboot comes out in the UK in November. So in about a month, maybe two months from now, because I think it's the end of November, I can't fucking wait. Um, is I it just, already out in the US? No, no. When's yeah. they get it? They're touring it. I think they're touring it, like, this month in the US, so they literally it's gonna be shown at one cinema at a time, and right. they're gonna be there. Right. Uh, it doesn't get a national release. I still think some of them. I know after doing it, he's really because this is gonna be his big bang. He says he mm. felt really uncomfortable directing. Then this one, he felt really bad. You were there, weren't you? When uh, he yeah, when he was saying how he just felt a bit weird. Yeah. Telling people what to do, he doesn't feel like doing that anymore. But yeah, we just thought we would talk about how fucking kick ass these films are. I mean, what was your? Not we will go on the entire thing of the all together, But how did you end up watching these films or getting into these films? I think like I seem to remember stumbling across Dogma. Hmm. That was probably like the first one I proper remember, and I remember thinking that it was kick ass, and obviously there was the Jay and Silent Bob character in there. And I remember thinking, this is pretty kick-ass. And then it must have been very close to then Jane Silent Bob Strikes Back coming out. And I was like, oh, sweet. The whole film of these guys. Kick-ass. <laughs> and it was. <laughs> so then, obviously, I went back to Clerks like, and Mole Rats. Mm. And then, obviously, uh, yeah, I just always just... Uh, they are the sort of, like, glue that holds the universe together sort of thing but I I always thought like each film had its own sort of individuality despite the fact they have similar characters go through it which is quite nice I mean it's 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 a bit of a 
triumphs to have each film have its own individuality when you have near enough the same actors in every film. Mm. Like Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, and... Oh my God. Jason Lee. Jason Lee, yeah. In every fucking film. Um, although, Chris Rock was in a couple. He was in Dogma. He was in Dogma. He was in James Sound. He was in James Sound Bob as... Well, that's the thing. Is like, obviously, a lot of the time, it's sort of like... I don't... It's weird because it's almost like a big in-joke, Jane Silent Bob. Yeah, it is. At the time, I watched it and I thought it was dead funny, but I didn't probably get half the references until I went back and watched it. And now I appreciate it even, even more, more because, like, I get all of the sort of like I'm not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> so I had no idea. I just thought that was a funny line, sort of. <laughs> There's oh, mind you, Kitty. Um, I mean, we can go through. Each one by one. I, I think I was... I, I didn't want to be boring, but that is it. I was the same thing. I think I ended up watching Dogma first mm. and then Jane Silent Bob and then going back and watching yeah. them all. Would it have been us? Maybe me and you maybe watch it at the same time? Essentially. It could have been that. Yeah. Um. So, the first one, we'll go, we'll go in order and then at the end I figured that we would talk about... You know, we'd put them in our favourite order. So, the first film... Obviously, the one that started it all, Clerks. Yeah. I. I didn't ever want to watch that film. Wow. I hated the idea of a black and white film filmed <laughs> on, like, so basic balls mm. shit with no, with no actors I knew. And then I remember watching it and laughing my ass off. Yeah. And the, but I feel like a few years ago, I went back and watched it again. And for some reason, my brain, my I walked away from that thinking... It was like three hours long, but it's not. It's like a straight yeah. ninety minutes. Yeah. So I've never watched. I hadn't watched it for years because I was like, it's always three hours, a three hour long film. In the run up to this, I thought I'll watch it and laugh my ass off. I yeah. was so annoyed when it was only it was over in an hour and a half. Obviously, it's the most simple one. I yeah. always thought, like you know, there's no uh, no real plot to yeah. so it is obviously the most simple I think it's better than Pulp Fiction for that because I feel like there's loads of like Quentin Tarantino films where he has no plot mm. and he just relies on dialogue and I, you know how I feel about Quentin Tarantino mm. but what are you looking for Vicky there you are Vicky what you, what, that little baby ah, thing yes. there you go for little Gary Jr <laughs> um, uh, I, I always liked the fact that and obviously he said himself he just wanted to make a movie that was just guys hanging about talking about shit. And he and did he, it well. He nailed it. <laughs> like, and it almost realistically like spanned that sort of thing. You didn't really get that before. No, it, was, it wasn't really common. I can't think of a film prior to that where people just shot shit as very loosely yeah. as that. It was almost like, a, you know when you go and see, like you hear about a play... Like an American, you know, in Hollywood, like you're going to be in the theater and you've got like a one man show yeah. or something like that. It's very Hollywood for that. Yeah, because it's essentially just set around the, the one place. So it, it it's just so simple. And like, I, I just really love, you know, the fact that it, it the characters in it feel very real. It just feels like it is just you and me, you know? Yeah, I know, mean? just. I mean, what's the name of the guys who... I, you know what, I'm going to mention them because they... Um, hold on. Where are they? Clerks. So it stars... 
Oh, so there you are. Jeff Anderson as Randall, yeah. Brian O'Halloran as Dante, and they have done no work other than just working <laughs> with Kevin Smith on other stuff. I'm actually just going to double check Je- um, the guy who plays Randall because I wasn't sure. Let's see, filmography. It's pretty much Kevin Smith. Oh, no, you know what? From from 2000. Yeah, but that's post or less. Yeah. You know, sorry. He's just he's just Randall, like in loads of like spin-offs and like yeah. loads of like short films. He's not done anything. He 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 ended up on Star Wars: The Clone Wars as a character called Smug. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just fucking. It, he's hilarious. I think he's he's so funny. He's also an arsehole. <laughs> oh, like, but that's why I like him. He's yeah, such an obvious arsehole. He's like he's an arsehole in a good way. I think. Like, the bit where he, like, threatens the girl who's coming back, like, if you ruin his life, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, kick exactly. your ass. But There's whenever sincerity Ra- in him being an arsehole, which I quite enjoy. But whenever Dante's, like, on screen, he's like, you know, fuck you, Dante. He's yeah. just being a prick to him, however <laughs> he sees fit. Selling cigarettes to underage kids. Yeah. <laughs> and what was the, the whole, the, the whole shtick about, you know, come on, how repressed are you? You definitely try to suck your dick. You know, <laughs> suck yeah. your own dick. And then when he goes... Yeah, I tried. Eventually gets out and he's like, you sick bastard. <laughs> I fucking... I clerks is... I don't think it's talked about enough either. I think it's because, like, obviously it's not very flashy. So, you know, certainly it is just two guys basically talking in a shop. So even though, like, I've watched it quite recently and I'm crap at remembering stuff, you know what I'm like. So mm. it there's not, like, scenes as such. Like, obviously there's the bit where they go to the funeral... Which it calls it sort acts, of like, doesn't it? He yeah. breaks it up into acts. And it's like, I think that's probably why it doesn't get talked about as much, because it is very dialogue heavy. It's not like loads of shit happens. Like, obviously the kid buying the cigarettes. Hmm. And then there's, you know, his, his girlfriend who goes in the back and thinks it's him in there. Chags a dead man. Yeah. Which was brilliant, by the way, because you just think that's like a setup for a joke of an annoying customer. Yeah, exactly. And then it turns into yeah you've, you've totally forgotten about that guy mm. by the end of the film totally forgotten and then oh yeah where did he go oh he died with a hard on <laughs> it's just it is it is very good it's so true to life of when you work in retail yeah. it's just stupid ass shit you have to put up with <laughs> uh, it's I mean it's very it still holds up like, oh I think so definitely holds up even though it's 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 very 90s but still has its own weight it holds mm. up a lot more than other stuff and the uh, black and white thing never bothered me no I don't think it's I don't weird think the like, end. obviously I, I you know I've watched like a few black and white films anyway it's not like yeah, I've never a, watched black and the white hoity-toity noir films yeah but you know what I mean it's, it's, it's not often you get them in that sort of way like a comedy black yeah. and white yeah well yeah a comedy black not, and white. Not film. in that style. I mean, obviously, you get like the old Laurel and Hardy style comedy in black and white, but not that style. Well, one thing that upset me about this film, and I don't know if it was any other more films, but I was like, when I watch it, I'm, I always think, good on you know Kevin Smith for getting them, his act together, getting whatever money and friends he had and making a film. Mm. He's a true success story, Hollywood yeah. American story. Who gave him his one shot? Who went and found him and was like, I'm going to hire you and you're going to make me a film. I'll put that out there. You know, I'll do that for you. No one else will, but I will. Mm. 
Harvey fucking Weinstein. Oh my god! I watched this documentary about Harvey Weinstein on BB on the BBC. Something's called like the Weinsteinening mm. or whatever. But the one thing I was watching while while we were watching it like with Eve, and it's going like Harvey founded this, and then Harvey went and did this. He was the best at getting this. And I'm watching, going, he's good. Mm. He's very good. And you know what? He God, he found that person. He did that, and he goes. But then he touched this woman, and then he, he tried to rape this woman, and then I was like, oh, yeah, he's terrible. Terrible man. Terrible man. Looking at you, going, terrible man. And going, then he found a view, ask you. And then that, I was like... Where do you think he touched Kevin Smith? <laughs> <laughs> if I had to go off anything Kevin Smith says, it was definitely the anus. <laughs> Everything is the anus. Um, I like the idea of Kevin Smith also saying... Uh, to like Jason Mewes or something what well, can you get a film if you suck this guy's dick like, <laughs> oh sure I'll suck a dick <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean well that is it it's also the introduction of Jay and Silent Bob I love mm. that very first scene just comes on and he's like to Berserker yeah. doing that dance and Kevin Smith is just smoking just like just doesn't say I didn't even pick up that he was silent like until like if, if it didn't with they haven't stayed like characters, I didn't, haven't noticed he'd been silent. Mm-hmm. They have to really have to. Go, this cat, fuck you! What are you fucking doing? <laughs> You're trying to get in on this podcast. Big, oh my god! How fat is this cat, Gaz? It's a very fat cat. Oh my days! Cheese-based diet, that. Um, but no, do not touch that wire. No. Away, away, away. Um, it's odd the Jay and Silent Bob thing as well because in a very realistic movie. They obviously are quite real characters, but their characters go completely out of the ball. Oh, they go so wet. They they go almost just to match the surroundings of whatever is happening. Mm. Like in this one, they're very down to earth. I think like Jay Jay is just generally talking like, "Do you want to come get high with us yeah. all the time?" And he's just acting like a guy who's high, probably because he was high. Mm. And Kevin Smith's only line in the whole film is just to say, you know. I'm just pointing out that your girlfriend that you've got is pretty fucking sweet. That's yeah. all. And that's all he says and walks out. And that's all. Whereas in later ones, you've got... <laughs> Even in the next one. Yeah, he just goes, just jump straight to ten. Turns into just, I'm just like, picturing J- got bat belt and everything. I'm picturing Jay and fucking Dogma going, who the fuck is this guy? Who the <laughs> yeah. fuck is her? Why the fuck has he got wings? Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> just like that. It's, it's, it is... They, they, they do transcend for every film. But, yeah, Clerks, man, just... I still feel a very underrated film. And I do. doesn't get enough appreciation. And if anything, people will quickly slam Kevin's... I, but Ke- I, I only think that it, it in even just sitting in this universe, it's not the one I always go to. No, it's not for me. I so, in a, in a strange way, we're obviously... I, I love it a bit, but it's not the one out of the whole series that I would sort of but do rave you, about. But so that's probably favourite why. Joke. It has my favourite joke out of all of them in. I've, I've rated them by... Like, did you okay. rate them? Like I said I too. could probably rate them. Right. I, <laughs> I rated them. Um, but it, no matter where it comes in my rating system, it has the best joke, which is the 27 dicks joke. That joke is fucking hilarious. <laughs> Where she just goes, where he has a whole argument over, you know, I can't believe you sucked off 27 guys before me. And as she walks away, he turns to the customer and goes, can you believe my girlfriend sucked off 27 guys? And the guy just goes, 
in a row. <laughs> I lose it every time. It's just the, the the voice, the timing is perfect. And it is something that you can picture someone yeah. saying, like, really? It's, um, no, whole film's fantastic. And I don't think anything's lost considering that you still got convenience stores and you've, you might not have video rental stores mm. anymore, but it did point out how annoying people were with them. Yeah. And it's just, it's just brilliant. I've loved Clerks. Um, so after Clerks, the almost art house comedy that he made, mm. he went and made Mall Rats. Yeah. Which is very different. Very different. Do I honestly know, really like Mall Rats. Do you know Mall Rats is literally, as you said, it's set the day before Clerks. Ah. So Mall Rats, everything that happens in Mall Rats is set the day before Clerks starts. So if you wanted to watch them in like an, a timeline continuity... Right. You um, should start. Is there any rats. sort of connection to that though? Like, really? I don't know if it's something that Jay and Bob say. I don't know if it's something that they do or they say that links to that. Like, I don't know if they say they're going to go and hang at the quick I, stop. I, I, I seem to think there's a reference, but I can't remember if it's in Clerks 2 or in More Rats, where they reference. Someone says, My best friend. That's, it, that's why it can't. They say, My best friend was uh, Shagged a Dead Guy. In the back of a shop. Oh. And that's the loose connection. Yeah, I feel, like, that. I feel that isn't more rats. Should I just check girl, this out? It's the girl who's sleeping with people, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Oh, no, it's not. Is it? Is the girl who's in Chase and Amy, sorry. Yeah, but she, but she plays her, a different says, character. No, but no, I mean in Chase and Amy, I think she says it. I think she says my one of my best friends or something. Shagged a dead guy in the back of a shop or something. So that could hold true that more rats are set before. Um, it does. Um. Oh my god! Did you know this? Hold on. Here's some in impromptu research. To, despite failing at the box office and receiving a critical reception, uh, lukewarm critical reception, more rats became a cult classic. Plans for a sequel, more brats, was announced in March 2015. In 2016, Smith announced that the sequel would instead be a 10-episode TV series. Um, and in February 2017, Smith announced that he couldn't get any TV, uh, any network to take it. <laughs> ever. I know he's done. He's tried to do it with Clerks 3 as well. He tried to do it with Clerks 3. Yeah. Um, couldn't get anywhere to take it. So we did, uh, for charity, he did a reading of it, like with the actors. Oh, yeah. And he said, one, it ended up being like two and a half, three hours long when he did <laughs> a reading. And secondly, he noticed it was really depressing <laughs> because he just said it was all about death. <laughs> like he had, and he kind of like, since he survived death now, he's like, I don't really want to talk about death anymore. <laughs> it doesn't say why it's set before... That's weird. I, I've never even like put the two together, to be fair, but I actually really do like more rats. I think there's like... It's, it's, it's very, very comic it's, it's a lot more cheesy. Yeah. But like, I actually quite like it. I mean, I think Jay and Silent Bob come into their own a bit more in this one, rather than just being dudes to hang out outside a shop. Obviously, there's the whole dynamic of them, like, you know, and Lafleur, the the guard, is just superb all the way through it. And I love the fact that it's almost like, you know, when Jay's going, and then we're going to do this, and we're going to do this, and then we're going to fuck Lafleur, or whatever it is. Yeah, we're going to fuck With the, the diagrams and stuff. And then, like, he obviously, like, sails down to take that pin out. And it's all about, he tries to use the force. Oh yeah, and it, it just gets knocked, so he's like, <laughs> he thinks he's done it. Um, I quite like all of that type of stuff. 
and and Stan Lee's in Morats. That's Stan the big Lee's thing. Isn't it? And, and he's that's, amazing. And it's that's the thing is it's it's such an odd little film that when you think about it, obviously the first Stan Lee cameo to a certain extent. So Kevin Smith ended up kind of inventing the Stanley comic. The Stanley, the shared universe of the Stanley yeah. cameo yeah. is what he did. Um, apparently, Stanley was. Um, I've, I should have it would have been good to set up clips for this. Um, Kevin Smith said like Stanley was like, re- like he he'd never done any acting before mm. ever, but really wanted to do it, and they kind of felt bad. Like they would go, "All right, so Stanley, say the line." And he took your walk left. And like he didn't think he was even getting Stan Lee. He was just told by the production company, he went, I want a comic book. I got who's this guy you're talking about? He, he names him something different, you know, like Al Jones. And he goes, Oh, he's like the biggest guy in the world in comics, like Stan Lee. And the guy who who was the move like Weinstein went, Why don't you just get Stan Lee? He went, Stanley won't be in my fucking film. <laughs> I went, If you don't ask, you don't get. He went, Okay, I'll ask. And he got Stan Lee. <laughs> But then, he, so he's writing it all down, and it says like he said, "He go, right, Stan, say the line, and then walk that way." And Stan would apparently be like, "Okay," and I go, "I just guess, you know, that everyone can be in love sometimes," <laughs> and then just walk in the complete wrong direction, <laughs> and they and they get, they'd all look at Kevin, and Kevin be like, "Cut! Can we do that again?" But he just didn't want to tell Stacey. Said, "I can't tell Stan Lee to do stuff." It felt really bad. But he's great in that. Brody is such Brody is such a fucking good character. Yeah. And I, I obviously this is the first Jason Lee character in, and yeah. it's brilliant. Also the first Ben Stiller character brought in. Yeah, Ben Stiller. Uh, sorry, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I really like the fact that you sort of get what are now massive actors doing these doing really these quite smallish roles. But at the time, it, it, they wouldn't have been as big as they were now. So th- this is probably quite early on in their career, anyway. I also like the fact that, and he get this is where he gets reams a little bit for this. Like when I played, I went to show. Eve was he was like I've never watched any Kevin Smith films because I've heard he's sexist mm. and racist and misogynist. Mm. So what really? Um, and then she walked in while I was watching Clerks too, and that was the worst example I could have given her. <laughs> but. In this, I feel like he is he, he, Brody and Ben Affleck. Mm. Ben Affleck's character are both opposite ends of the '90s misogynist spectrum. Mm. Brody's like Mister, I don't give a shit about anyone, especially women. Fuck women. I'm just, I want to be. You know, he doesn't give a shit about his mum. Like he farts on his girlfriend while she goes down on yeah. him, and he's like, that's her fault. I got stuff to do. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ben Affleck's like actually actively trying to anally rape girls <laughs> in the back of a fucking. Punto or <laughs> Skoda, right? But then the other character, who's the middle character with the bowl cut that looks like the dude yeah, from George the Jungle? Think of, I think it is. Is it not him? It's not. No, it's not. <laughs> no, oh, when you said that, I thought, hang on, is it him? No, I know it's not. It's is very it? similar to him. Oh, T.S. T.S. Uh, yeah. Who's Jeremy London? Uh, T.S. is right down the middle, the most wholesome, trying his best uh. to like. Get the girl and be like, do what he can for. He's he's just he hates what Brody does. He mm. hates what Affleck does, but he seems like the loser yeah. <laughs> most of the time. And I think I don't know if that was a narration on society, whether he was going to be saying like, "There's people out there who are genuine nice," and he they does are... get the girl in the end. Then. And he does get the girl in the end. He does, but then so does Brody. <laughs> um, 
Affleck gets done for paedophilia. <laughs> yeah. I love it when he goes, she's clearly 21. <laughs> Just being played by a 21-year-old. Um, it's it, There is some weird stuff. Oh, you know who else is in it? Um, what's his name from Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, the guy. He's also in The Walking Dead. Walking Dead? I can't think of his actual name. Oh, I'll get it now. Hold he's on. He's like the dad, isn't he? Yeah. As if fucking... T.S. comes up higher than this guy when I look at this. No offence to him, but Michael Rucker. Yeah, that's it. Michael Rucker. He's in this. Um, but it's it's the first time I feel like in Clerks, they were just kind of like, if Jay was stoned, he was just filming Jay Stone. Mm. In this, I feel like he said to Jay, make up some mad shit. And maybe either Jay wasn't stoned or... Jay was like, okay, I'm actively trying, but coming up with like snoochy bitches, yeah, like that, and all like the weird little things. Like they give Kevin, they give Kevin, they give. Bear in mind, we've just said the characters like quite serious. They give him the grappling, the back, gra- the back, the grapple, back, yeah, back <laughs> grapple, and it, I love the fact like he goes, I, lo- I love you, fatty, or something like that. Yeah. Hugs him, and then he clearly just fast forward it, so it makes <laughs> yeah. him look like he's gone up, and then he just run under and go. Duh! And look round. <laughs> I like that sort of thing. It's quite campy. Look, can you imagine how jarring that was, though? For imagine, like, Kevin Smith never heard of before. Brings up this black and white art house comedy, which you just said. To go from that. To go, which is a situational thing. To go from that to Morax must have seemed like almost like a sellout. Like yeah, a I imagine, like, there was quite. I, I, you know what it's like. Like, people always want to criticise the next one along, sort of thing. Mm. Now, Cleverly, I think. I mean, I don't know whether it was ever even debated, but if that would have been Clerks too, mm. set in the same, do you get what I mean? You can't get away with that. But because it was more rats, yeah, and not Clerks too, it worked. I still can't find, by the way, why more rats? Why I'm going to type it in. Is why is more rats set before Clerks? I can't. I I'm found loads of sites saying. Actually, you'll find Morats takes one place one day before uh, Clerks, but it doesn't ever say. I can't find any. Oh, hold on. No, that won't say it. I can't find anyone saying why. Well, what, what, I don't understand where you've got that from. Oh, me? Just if you. Well, I'd say Google it, but you're. you're you've got a Nokia 3310. <laughs> um, 18 facts about. Oh, here we go. This will be a bit of fun. 18 facts about mole rats. Oh, that was something very different about them as well. And I've, I've noticed about, like, Kevin Smith's films, he does give everyone a specific look. Like, in Jay, in, in this, James and Bob are really goth. Like, they're, yeah. all, they're all black, mm-hmm. whereas in Clerks, even though it's black and white, they're wearing much more kind of brighter stuff. Brody has that T-shirt with the face on. That that's his thing. Like every time Brody's appeared, he's always got that t-shirt with the mm. face on. Uh, here we go. I suppose it's to define character throughout a universe. It's quite clever. Right here we go. I'll say these, and if you want me to go into more detail, I can do. But I'll just say the facts. Okay. Fact number one: He sold it to the studio as a smart Porky's. Right. Can you see it as being like a smart porky? Yeah, I suppose to a certain extent. Um, Universal, fact number two, Universal wanted Ethan Hawke to star in it instead of TS, the guy who played TS. That would have been weird. Um, number three, 
Fucking hell. Um, Jenny McCarthy and Jennifer Love Hewitt auditioned to be in the film and didn't get in. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's said about that, hasn't he? Uh, that, well, this is why these facts... This is how these facts come out, Gary. He speaks, <laughs> people listen. Um, number four. And who the fuck is this? Parker Posey initially had the role of Renee. Who's Parker Posey? Must be like some... Instead of going to obviously Shannon Doherty, but I don't know yeah. Parker Posey. Um, I assume it's one of those. Like, <laughs> this is a weird fact. I want to read this because I want to see where. How is this a fact? This is a, on number five. I already feel like we're scraping the barrel. Ben Affleck wanted to star in the movie. <laughs> well, obviously. Let's move on from these facts. He settled for playing Shannon despite not wanting to play another bad guy like he had in Dazed and Confused. Part of me was like, God, am I going to be relegated to throwing people into their lockers for the rest of my career? Affleck told backstage. Oh, I see. So he was said he can only be the bad guy and he still went for it. At the time, number six, Jason Lee was better known as a skateboarder, not an actor. Mm. Number seven, um, Seth Green was used by the studio as an understudy oh, to Jason Mewes in yeah. case he couldn't cut it. What it oh, maybe it was more of it than I thought. After the studio heads witnessed his first day of work, they left satisfied with Jason Mew's performance. Because he had to audition again, didn't he? Even though oh, he, he had to, <laughs> he had to audition to be the character, the character he, he invented, <laughs> who is just him. Oh my God, Hollywood's fucking weird. Yeah. Mm. Number eight. It was shot in a Minnesota mall. How is that remotely interesting? Number nine. Um... A nearly 30-minute opening scene at a governor's ball was completely cut. Oh, so is there like a release... There must be more to that. Is there a release the Kevin Smith cut? I don't know, because there is a bit with the governor's ball at the beginning. In the original version of the film, T.S. accidentally shot the governor of New Jersey... I've seen that. ...at a function hosted by Mr. Svenning. Yeah. Which helped explain Brandy's father's hatred of T.S. throughout the film. Preview audiences weren't fans of the fee- of the scene, so it was taken out of the theatrical cut. Well, this is but the scene is available for consumption when it was added as an extra on the tenth anniversary DVD. See, now this is interesting because when I was watching them recently, I'd, obviously I used to have the DVD, mm. so obviously I put the DVD doesn't have this scene in. And obviously, I watched it the other week, and I thought, "Fucking how stoned was I when I was watching these films? <laughs> I don't remember this shit." And like that, that's why I, I prefer. I think I would have liked to see that because I, there is an un. I I only assume that he doesn't like his TS because it's his daughter. Yes, his daughter. Like Which, by the way, Michael Rooker has the best entrance of any character ever. Coming up, walking out of a shower with just a towel on, and then when he says like. Oh, but you know what my dad's like, or says something like, "Oh, your dad doesn't like me." I just show goes him burr ass naked, going, "Hooah!" Like that. I, it's like a scary ass looking motherfucker. Um, number ten, Smith gave a shout out to his high school in the film. Brilliant. Uh, number eleven, there are conflicting stories on Smith's directing techniques. Um, oh. What? So it says throat rehearsal, Smith. Gave line readings to the actors, speaking their lines, so they could simply repeat them with his tone and inflection. Um, conversely, Smith apparently relaxed when it came time to film with Michael Rooker. 
and say, um, okay, I don't, yeah, yeah. I ate some of these facts. Like, it's 18, it's only a weird number, so they haven't tried to get to like a round number. These are fucking awful. William, <laughs> number 12. Oh, that's, oh, here we go, here's something. Because there is weird things that happen in Kevin Smith films that I don't understand all the time. Right, William calling Shannon Doherty Brenda wasn't in the script. So Ethan and Doherty completely take the scene before Smith walk over to Supli and whisper to him to call her Brenda, as in her character from Beverly Hills 90210. Supli said he believed at the time she didn't know it was coming, then later heard she might have. Well, why was it? Oh. <laughs> These are shit. These are bad. Hold on. Uh, Doherty's fans have us got a riot. riot. Walter Flanagan really did have a dog. What? What's that going to be doing? <laughs> um, a scene meant for mall rats was too racy for the studio. The Jaws scene, where the characters compare scars, was originally in the mall rats script, and instead they put in Chasing Amy. Um, Ethan Supley didn't see the sailboat in the end, apparently. Kevin Smith has apologised for the film. Um, on, on his office's answering machine, after the movie's poor showing, um, Smith's answering machine said, Hey... This is Kevin. We can't get to the phone right now. We're too busy licking our wounds. I don't think it was that well received. Will you fuck off, cat? And probably as, like what I was saying before, a lot of people will just wanted another sort of clerks, and it was just so different. So it probably didn't do very well when it no, first came out. No, I can so picture it not doing well. I quite well. liked it. I also but, I would like to point out that in these eighteen facts, not one fact was. Did you know it's set before Clerks by one day? If anyone knows why it is set one day before Clerks, just fucking email us at talknerduk.gmail.com. I need to know this. It's fucking weird. Right, so that was Mallrats. Um, after Mallrats came... Chasing Amy. Chasing Amy. I hate this film. I don't mind chasing Amy, but it's... then I'm a bit of an old softie, aren't I? Yeah, but it's not even. This but is, it's, this it's is again bad. so so different. Like this wasn't like the raucous comedy that we had in the last one. It wasn't simple like it wasn't Clerks. This was it's a romance movie. I know and a weird one, and I quite I quite like that because it is very different. To what you would get in a, your average rom-com. You know, essentially he falls in love with a lesbian. And then they fall in love and all this kind of stuff. It's a very different take on, like, a, a love story. <laughs> no, my, my, I have major problems with this film. One, it's the first time I realised Kevin Smith, as much as I love the guy and love his films and love his techniques, and as a, that's why we're doing all this. He doesn't know how to end the film sometimes. I mm. feel Chasing Amy is a classic example of like, going, um, I don't know what, I'm, I've, I've pinched myself into a corner. Second of all, it's very, um, what they call, the kids can now call incel. Do you know the term incel? No. It's where you kind of, uh, what's the word, you, you're celibate, but you, you're, you're only celibate because you are into someone else that you can't have. Ah. In the terms in cell, it's kind of it's a it's a bad term. It's like, oh, I uh, I'm I'm celibate because I'm saving myself for the one. By the way, I found her, but she just doesn't. I just like I'm just friends with her. And I'm trying to wear her down and trying to. It's a genuine term that people use. Like I found this girl I like. I'm not gonna go with any other girl. 
I kind of almost don't care if she's not into me. I'm going to really, really, really work at it until... Kind of like how I was for, like, <laughs> when I was, like, 13 to 16. Just like I was like, oh, I, I like you. I, I love you. Why was this film like that? Because he makes friends with a lesbian, and rather than accept she's a lesbian, he decides to pretend he's gay, because that's what will fool a lesbian... Is he doesn't gay... pretend he's gay. Doesn't he? No. I feel like, well, even if he doesn't pretend he's gay, <laughs> he then still somehow turns her, even though she's yeah, a lesbian. Yeah, she falls in love with him as well. But I don't feel it's almost, it's not like a, it's not like, doesn't she say I've always just liked men? Uh, always like women. She's never liked men, so she's she not bisexual. She's never found a man that she would love like that. Exactly. But she does. That's what makes it interesting. I but think. but is that is that something like? Are you telling me, Gary, that there's a man out there who could turn you, like genuinely go to pull you away from how you feel is your sexuality and go, yeah, but you know you've never hung out with me before. Yeah. Bollocks. No McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's bollocks though, isn't it? It's not true. That's not how people like, work. I'm, I'm not saying that that's my mentality. No. But but I'm saying I don't mind this film. Everyone hates on this film. I hate I, it. I think mainly because it's not very Kevin Smith. Like, in, in its sort of surroundings, it's in the viewer skew universe. It doesn't feel like a viewer skew universe film. Compared to the others, you Dogmas and Jane Silent Bob, Clerks 2 that comes after it, and obviously more that's Clerks before it, it really doesn't have the same feel. It's not the same sort of comedy. It's a romance film. Like, and that's why it's, that's why people have a problem with it, I think. But as an actual just rom-com, look, I'm not saying it's like the best film in the world. It's clearly not. But I don't mind it. I've I, I watched it and thought, it's... it's Basically, an okay six out of ten. But it's it's no worse. It's got. Than it's, that. It's, I mean, it's like it's lazy as well. Like there's, you know, the the big scene where he finally kisses her in the rain. He chases her down the street, and it's like doing this really big, like left to right panning of this one road of him them walking up and down. At one point, though, they're going in front of shops, and one shop's made of glass, and you can see the entire film crew. All on seats with lights go past like that. I don't that. mind shit like that. And then you, it's like, you see it like three times. I just think, I don't know what he was thinking of chasing Amy. I think the best, I think he almost had, like, because that's, that's Silent Bob's big part. It's named mm-hmm. after Silent Bob talking about how he was chasing Amy mm-hmm. for years. And I feel like he had this cool story that Bob could tell and made an entire film based around that story. About Bob telling that story, I just it that's where it just dropped off the it, that's his dip in the uh, and it's it's his third film. This is when he should be pump, pumping out his best work. I uh, it's definitely a drop off. Hmm. But I don't think it's the worst film. What? Wait, hold on. Out of all? Oh no, sorry. I just mean in general. Right. Well, yeah. There's worse films. Yeah. Like, and that's what I think. In the context of the viewers view universe, yeah, it's probably the weakest one. Yeah, it, it is. Um, and I, I, th- I think everyone sort of universally agrees. Probably Kevin Smith himself probably should, agrees. Should we see what Kevin Smith has to say? That's it. Five, I've been chasing Amy. Eighteen facts you need to know. Oh God! 
Um, let's have a look. There we go. Um, I should have really done... I really should have looked at all the Metacritic scores. Oh, I also, by the way, I hate Joey Lauren Adams. <laughs> I, Which I, one's that? She's Alicia. She's the green girl. Ah. I can't start her voice. Everything about it. her is, like, annoying. And that's also... Don't forget, like, Ben Affleck, like, turns her, mm. finally gets her, and then he's a dick to her. It's like, it's... Oh. And then... The, uh, Jason Lee's a homophobic bastard. He's like, oh, she's lesbian. It's a weird sort of story. Arc it's fucking one, it? tragic, mate. It doesn't make any sense. This is not how people... This is not how uh, life works. Um, let's have a look. Turns... It was originally going to be... It was originally going to be a PG-13 movie set in high school. See, I think he didn't have really an idea. Oh my god, this would have been weirder. Miramax wanted uh, the stars to be, so you got Ben Affleck, then they wanted uh, Jason Lee, no, sorry, they wanted Jason Lee, but then they wanted David Schwimmer. Oh my god. Um, and they wanted Drew Barrymore as well, mm. which I can see that actually. Yeah. Um, oh, surprise! Ben Affleck was involved in every step of the writing process. That's probably why it was a bit shit. Um, it was shot. Hey, ben Affleck also is responsible for Argo, which was very, very good. It was shot in twenty days. Just saying. With barely any rehearsals. Um, um, God. God, I don't have no idea. There's some really te- again bad facts. This, it's the same site, fully. <laughs> the same site. You need to stop looking at BuzzFeed lists. It's not BuzzFeed. It's what is it? Mentalfloss.com. Oh my god. Uh, after so after that, one of the pure still resistance. He comes back punching and fighting with every bit of strength. Dogma. Yeah. Dogma, baby. Now dogma is probably my favourite of the bunch because I actually think it's the cleverest of the bunch. It is a clever film. And I actually think there's a sort of Monty Python X. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can see that. To it, you know, it's the whole take on religion. You know, it's got the same sort of start where it says, now, don't take this as (laughs) what I believe Christianity to be. Yeah, it's even like. It's all a joke. Yeah. (laughs) If God's got to have a sense of humour, look at the platypus. Yeah. And it's, it's. I think very clever in what it does because it does joke about Christianity. There is a truth to it to a certain extent because why? What? Why is you know Jesus could easily have been black. Yeah, you could almost believe that Jesus got written as a white man because they just couldn't take and the thirteenth yeah. apostle gets written out because you know, he got twelve of white dudes. <laughs> what was he called? It was called Rufus. Rufus. Yeah. Rufus the apostle, but like. Now, this is the first one for me where it becomes instant quote. Yes, I'm with you on that. I think, like, I mean, Clerks has pretty, quotes. Clerks, clerks has quotes. Yeah. But these ones just stick. Yeah, you know, and the there's through. loads of them. All the way through. And you've got m- much finer actors in this as well. You've got Selma Hayek. Mm-hmm. You've got, um, what's his name from Harry Potter? Um, oh, uh, Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Yeah. Chris I- Rock. Um, Matt Damon. Comes yeah. into, into fruition. Who's the who's the woman 
the main woman. I feel like she's actually in. Oh a... no, I'm, I'm never gonna get that. Oh, what is her name? Because she, she has been in some stuff. And there's some. There's all sorts of weird characters. Linda Fiorento. Yeah, George Carlin. George Carlin, yeah, he's t- Alanis Morissette plays God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he this really came back fighting. He really did come back fighting. Um, you, ha- I'm trying to see if there's any more hidden treasures in there, like anyone else know. But it's 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 such a good concept as well. And again, one of them clever things were spoiler alert: the twist is God was that old man that was beaten up by yeah. the hockey players. Which you completely forget about yeah, by yeah. the end of the film, but you just think they're there to point out that these hockey play, pe- hockey players are bad dudes. I love Jane Silent Bob's entrance is fucking hilarious. I think this is the although they had their own separate movie, I think this is their best as well. Yeah, where they because there's more purpose to them in this. Like I know, obviously, there's the like sort of loose. They're gonna go and stop the film being made in their own movie. But this one, there's the purpose of them being in it, you know, like... I feel like Jason Muse in this, every line is perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, everything he says from the minute he walks, like, when she goes, like, at first you see things like, oh, you want to, you just want to hitch a ride, oh, you want to come and get a ride with us? Yeah. Oh, you dirty bitch, or something yeah. like that. And she goes, you know what? And she stands up and he goes, I'll scream, wait. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, it's like, uh, the abortion centre. Why are you guys hanging out here? Well, you know, who does it? Chicks have a, a, it's a body. They get to do with it what they want. So why are you hanging around the abortion clinic? Oh, I think girls getting knocked up and having abortions would be pretty fucking easy. <laughs> it's like everything is perfect. What gear are you in? Gear! <laughs> it's And then Chris Rock comes in and... Alan Rickman's that's hilarious. That's a as well, and that's, you know, one of my favourite bit in the film is when, like, it's good. Men just don't fall out of the sky, you know? Because <laughs> beautiful, big, tenonated <laughs> women just don't fall out of the sky, you know? You think about sex more than anyone else on this planet. No, some, tell me something I don't know. When you do it, you mostly think about guys. <laughs> and not all the time. It's like, it's, it's so clever because it's like a dick and shit and fart joke marathon mm. but based around literal dogma of Christianity yeah. and he uses the rules of the Bible to like mm-hmm. the whole the, you're going to hit like Jason Lee as he's not Satan he's a demon no, he and a fucking demon Asriel yeah Asriel is perfect casting he gets mm. that so so bang on um, it's just I feel like the only thing like oh, the whole Ben Affleck everyone's journeys it's a lot of journeys uh-huh. and it's so quotable and it's so memorable and and that's the, the the thing I think that this nails on is nearly every scene is a pretty epic scene so even though it's like a bit of a side slant out of the main story arc mm. the bit in the movies like head office oh that yeah I don't believe in voodoo yeah. <laughs> it's just oh. so good Oh, that whole thing mm. is amazing! And he goes and shoots everyone. You have let, but then gets the woman and goes. You've actually had a pretty wholesome life, and should probably be spurred. spurred. But you didn't say God bless you after you see <laughs> Loki. Okay, so keep it like that. It's and when he shoots everyone, that entire coach shoots everyone in the coach yeah. shop, and then it's just like when he won't leave it, and they just look at each other and goes, "Who's house?" <laughs> yeah. Ram's house. It's just, it's completely 
perfect. I, don't I, know I think how the got flow it. Is, is superb the whole way through, and it is. It's so funny, but it's actually a pretty decent like. It movie. makes you think. Yeah. It does make you think. Why would this be said? Why would that be said? Okay, it's, it's as he says at the beginning. I'm not actually challenging Christianity. Mm. I'm just putting out. I'm having a discussion. Let's put the discussion out. Here's some ideas. They may not be. They're not correct. But but in the grand joke. Why is Jesus white? Mm. In the grand joke, okay, Rufus is a stupid name for a, a disciple, but would a guy in ancient Egypt, as it were, have been called John? Yeah. You know, it's just like, it's, <laughs> it's, it really, it, it's, it was a really make you think. And he he ended the film pretty damn well. Yeah, he, everyone goes about their way. They hint at the second coming of Christ, which yeah. is funny, from a virgin birth. Um, I mean... I think it's the cleverest one. It is the cleverest one. And it's, one. it's odd that we say that because of the stupid humour that litters it. Like you said, it's just... But it's perfect in that regard. It, it, it is like funny meets smart. And yeah. it's dumb funny. Well, it's almost like... It's like it was Clerks, but with a bigger budget. Because yeah. that was funny meets smart. He had, to, he had no money, so he has to do a condensed set. Dogma is got set pieces right. Let's make every bit of dialogue in here... A thinking piece, but it's funny. It's it. Every, there's not a bad scene. Alan Rickman is hilarious. At some point as being like mm-hmm. this kind of. He's a he's a sober. He's a drunk angel, but he can't <laughs> get drunk. He just likes drinking, <laughs> uh, almost like Bender from Futurama. Almost <laughs> it's that everything was so thinking far. far. I am. I don't remember. I remember watching it. I am. I thought I've never seen anything like this. Yeah. I don't still don't think I can say I've seen. Much like it since. Uh, Jay Leal from The Cult Underground says it's his favourite film out of all the films. I think it's the strongest in the series. And I think that's probably is because it has a bit more to it. It's not just like... and I, I think Jane Silent Bob is hilarious. I know we're going to come on to that next. But it is funny, but it's not as purposeful. It's just... It is just jokes for them. Yeah, it? it's just jokes. Whereas this it. was actually like, the jokes just fit the film. The film itself is actually very good. I wonder if Dogma got any like bad critical, because when did Dogma come out? Was it like 94, Yeah, 95? I think it would have probably been past the whole... Like, oh, 99? It would have had maybe a couple of, you know, really pro-Christian, like, oh, you can't do that, man. But, I mean, not in the same scale as Life of Brian would have got back in its day. Uh, let's have a look. Some, here you go. Some religious groups, in particular the activist Catholic League, denounced the film as blasphemous. Other groups staged protests outside theatres screening the film. Uh, Rod, but Roger Ebert noted that there was no official objection from the Catholic Church itself. We are actually free in this country to disagree about religion, Ebert wrote, and blasphemy is not a crime. He awarded the film three and a half stars out of four. That's Roger Ebert. <laughs> Um, it, oh, this is interesting. In late 2005, Kevin Smith hinted at a sequel. Um, but, oh, Jesus Christ. Um, he said he would have, though, he was thinking about doing it, but seeing as it was now past 2000, past 9-11, he would have maybe had to include the Islamic faith in some way, and he just thought that was a topic he didn't want to tackle. <laughs> That's probably wise. Yeah. It's almost like the Al Murray th- um, stage when he's talking about the globe and he goes through country by country and goes, mm. 
Now, see all these countries here, and he goes over Afghanistan and Iraq and Iran, and he goes, the thing is, I'm not going to say anything about them. And in fact, by me saying that, I might have made everything there a lot more worse, just like that. <laughs> um, right. I'm going to take a quick pee, uh, but you listening will not have even noticed the magic of podcasting. And I'm back, see? The magic. No one even knew. Um... One thing I just thought of then when I was having a pee was I mentioned this in passing to the lads in work. Mm. And out of all everyone in work, all seven people, only one other guy knew who Kevin Smith was and had heard of James Silent Bob or any of these films. Which was odd because like two of the people are older than me and the other three aren't that much younger than me. I think it's I mean obviously <clears throat> They are big films, but yeah, sort of oddly, they don't go into like the main spectrum. I don't think. Like I've <coughs> spoke about films in work, and a lot of people don't really know what they are. And you sort of go, "Oh, well, you know, go and watch this film," <laughs> and you know full well they're not going to go and watch oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll just add that to my list of things I'm not going yeah. to watch. So mm. it it is odd. Like obviously, you think you know. As big as Kevin Smith is in certain circles, like our own, he can't be that big because he's walking around Manchester with no entourage. Yeah, completely not really getting. You know, he he's not walking down and every single person stopping him. Just literally me and you, and handfuls of others will have stopped him that day in Manchester. So he's not. That big. I mean, but I also assume, like, on that... But his films are big, it's weird. But James... I feel like James Hetfield could walk through Manchester and get recognised by probably the same amount of people. And him going to rehab was on Sky News. Was it? Yeah. Oh, did not... So, um, next up, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Uh, we haven't actually even touched on something, but there is one thing that does flow through all of these slightly. There's, there's the unwritten rule that these are stoner films, and James Sound Bob, I think, really cements that these yeah. are stoner films by the... There's a lot of... They basically just talk about getting stoned a lot. James Sound Bob, the characters themselves, talk about being stoned. Mm. It's it's very... like There's a Scooby-Doo scene where Scooby's get, like, yeah. getting stoned. Um... Before then, I don't really think there was any. There wasn't any real connotation with getting stoned at all, mm. other than you know that then Jane Sound Bob the characters, the characters sell are. drugs. Yeah, I think even in Clerks they hint that they sell coke as well. Yeah. Um, but in this one, this is when it's like you know smoking beers, 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 mm. and all like that, and rolling fatties, rolling blunts. Who rolls the blunts? We smoke the blunts. But yeah, like, would you call these stoner films? The pre James Allen Bob, a clerk. I think probably because most of the people that would watch them would be that way. Would inclined. be that way, and there's always the connotation of it. Like I always think, like even the characters, they're not smoking on screen as much. Like, but you probably would think Brody is a stoner. Yeah, actually, now you say <laughs> that, Brody definitely would have been a stoner. I can see that. I feel so, like, like I, I always feel there was the, always the connotation of, of weed smoking added to the film. <laughs> um, but like I know what you mean. Like the, when when it got to Jane Silent Bob, it sort of like suddenly flipped from 
it being sort of a film stoners would watch to being a stoner film. Yeah, this was like his his homage, I feel yeah. like, to Cheech and Chong. Like, mm-hmm. it was like, all right, if we're going to do a Jane Silent Bob film, might as well do it properly. Yeah, and I think it that's why it works. Because, like, this was basically a celebration of all the films gone. It was that's a celebration. Like all of the characters. I, I mean, after speaking and... about the past few, all the past films, I feel like it's not only a celebration, but it's also a stick at Hollywood as a whole mm. of what Kevin Smith has had to go through mm. in Hollywood. The ridiculousness of, like, what happens when you're trying to make a film mm. and what happens in Hollywood, how people act, how fake Hollywood is. Like the, the, I love that scene, which is is it the the sequel that Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are filming to? Uh, so good, Will Hunting. Oh my god! <laughs> hold on, we need to. I need to find that. Hold on, I'm going to pause the that. apples. This is a scene. Oh, I feel this might actually be funnier than the clerk scene. I said was funnier. <laughs> I don't know about this one. <laughs> so action, Gus, or Jesus, Ben? I said I'm busy. <laughs> yeah, I do remember the class But frankly, I found it rather elementary I remember that class It was just between recess and lunch Are we going to have a problem? Again? I was still just hoping you might be able to give me a little insight into the southern colonies See, Wood says what I say? What did I tell you? You'd be back in here regurgitating Gordon Wood you forgot about Vickers. No, Vickers... I just read Vickers, so I'm up on inherited wealth hunting. But you're no longer the angry, brilliant young mind you once were just itching to venture frustrations. Oh, you stopped hitting the books with a vengeance, and now I've read shit you haven't even heard about yet. Face facts, my friend. You're just no longer that good. Will hunting? <laughs> <laughs> Is this me? Now, how do you like them apples? <laughs> I don't like the sound of them apples, Will. What are we gonna do? Jackie? Yeah? It's hunting season. It's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> well. I feel like he was just like doing everything he could. Like if I could, just... yeah, because it's like obviously like the scream bit as well, where this... like the, take the mask off and it's a monkey, and he's like, seriously, Wes? <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking monkey. Oh, and then there's um, there's the whole, the whole cock knocker thing. Oh yeah, with, with Mark Hamill. And it was like, and again, classic Jay just explaining everything. Going, yeah. I've been here, I've been there, I've been here, and I got punched in the dick by some guy called Cockknocker. <laughs> and he has it, and then he has his hand cut off. And he goes again. I actually love as well. I mean, this is one of those weird films where it's just spot the cameo, isn't it? It's, yeah, and the line it just works. Like sometimes you get films like that, and it's just like, wow, this is way too much, sort of thing. Like. Uh, have you ever seen like Paulie Shaw is dead? Yeah, I watched that at yours, and we were there just going, "What the?" It's just like fuck? literally people coming into it for not much reason, no. other than to say I was in it. Tommy Lee just comes into it to make some weird, like almost is it a gay AIDS joke <laughs> while he's in prison <laughs> or something. Yeah. It's bizarre. But this one, every cameo sort of has their own 
bit to it. It's the kind of no almost Stifler's in it. Sean William Scott. Sean William Scott is hilarious, and it's like, of course, of course, I like sheep. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're nature's, they're the most beautiful creatures in nature. <laughs> so you'd fuck a sheep. How dare you think that? You were a sheep. <laughs> oh, well, in that case. You're damn right I would. <laughs> hey, this guy's a sheep fucker and we gotta get rid of him! So, there's so many bits to this film as well. I mean, it is so stupid, like, all the way through. But even, like, you get so many elements to it. The girls, like, when they're trying to obviously rob the diamonds and stuff. Yeah, which... Uh, which is, like, a whole different part. And then you've got, like, the bit where they're actually travelling with the Norn and stuff like that. There's just so many Oh, but the Norn is Leia? It's Leia, yeah. yeah That's what I mean. The cameos. Carlin's in it. It's just like literally every scene there's someone in it either a character from one of the films is in it or it's just someone who they've managed to rope into doing or wanted to probably come and do it. Like Seth Green is in it, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, uh, towards the end. So obviously uh, that's a... Who's is Seth James Green? James Van Der Beek and uh, yeah, they're playing the pie fucker. <laughs> yeah, the pie, the pie fucker. God damn it! I knew that would follow me. I, I, I is it just? And um, I love the cop as well. Will Ferrell. Oh no, I meant the other guy. Who's the other guy? So this Will Ferrell guy. obviously is the pet police or whatever he's called. I'm trying to get the monkey. Yeah, who's completely useless. But then there's the guy who's like just the cop in the studios. I can't think what he's. Off now. But he's a security guard following yeah. around and he's like, alright, now you got to suck his dick. Yeah, exactly. And at the end of it, you've got to wipe, wipe your mouth, smile and say, hmm, what a lovely tea party. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you're going to suck my dick, fat boy? You're going to suck it? And then he goes, you're going to suck my dick? And he looks at the screen and goes, no. And then he goes, yeah. <laughs> oh no. It is like, it's like, it's, 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 there's no point to the film <laughs> other than just making even more more like clit and dick and arse jokes yeah I mean this this was sort of the hurrah I always thought yeah this, this was the celebration so it didn't need to be clever it was just let's just fucking have fun with this yeah one. it's like, like we've, we've these characters have come through clerk small rats chasing Amy and dogma but bear in mind Chasing Amy, they did get nothing really. No, one one scene, isn't it? Clerks, they are kind of like not at the best, not 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 terrible, but then they're not the true form. They're always side characters till Dogma. Till Dogma, and I think I think you saw the potential in Dogma for how popular they were, and was like, I'll finally give these characters the the film they fucking deserve. I think that was the correct film to do. Yeah, I think it was, and I I think it, it the tone of it is perfect for their own standalone film. It's a very, very good stoner film, mm. uh, and it's just funny as fuck. And the odd, it's like, it's like whenever they they go, have they have to travel back mm. and go to meet characters from other films, yeah. like when they have to meet what's his name from Chasing Amy. And yeah. it's just Ben Affleck. He goes, oh, look at these morose motherfuckers right here. Yeah. Looks like someone take a shit in the cereal. <laughs> Bung. <laughs> <laughs> it's it is G, but how. After seeing Jason Mewes live, mm. haven't you noticed, like, and after we mentioned it, not Jason, yeah, Jason Mewes, how fat he is in this film I is actually really the. Notice. I notice now. I, I Ever since he said, God, I was really fat in that film, I've looked at him and gone, actually, if you look at all the films prior and after, 
he's not that fat. Mm. But in the one film where he's maybe that's good. Be he honest, I've drugs, watched all of them quite recently, bar that one, because I knew I didn't need to watch that one. I, it's ingrained into me like nearly every scene. <laughs> so I thought there's no point that I can spend my time watching the ones I don't know so well. I, it's the, the bit where the fact they get again though I feel like he didn't know how to end the film it just ends with the time playing and then all the characters coming out from watching the time having their own conversations and that's about it <coughs> like again Kevin Smith just not knowing how to end the film but I almost don't mind because it's such a senseless film anyway yeah. it didn't need to be all nicely wrapped up mm. in a bow but it is it, it, like the whole I am the clip commander. <laughs> yeah. Wherever you see the clip, this is where even, you'll see this face. Thing, even though it's stupid, it's actually quite cleverly written, I always thought. It is in the sense that all the characters are idiots. Yeah. All the characters are absolutely idiots and setting themselves up for other jokes yeah. and they don't even know they're doing it. Yeah. And the smart characters kind of stay out of it. They're like, oh, this is just a fucking... This is just <laughs> tragic what's happening with all these guys. <laughs> like Even like Ben Affleck's like going, it, they're not talking about... About you, they're talking about characters based on you. It's a fiction, <laughs> fictional universe. You're gonna go and screw up a film that can make you a load of money. I think it was. I give a shit about what random people on the internet say, and then they use the money. That's it. They use the money and to travel around the country, yeah. beating up the kids yeah. who was talking shit about them on the internet. It's fucking genius, and that's why I can't wait for the reboot. Um, it brings us to. One which I didn't think was necessary when he announced it and did it, but I do love it. Clerks too. I do love it, but not. It, I don't know. I'd sort of like. I watched it again recently mm. because I remember when I first watched it, being really quite underwhelmed by it. Right. And I, I don't know whether that's because. <sighs> You'd expected more? Maybe, I don't know. There's something that just didn't quite sit right with me because, like, I always imagined if he was going to do Clerks again, he would just strip it right back. Oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, like, a lot more polished than I wanted it to be. I kind of wanted it to be, like... Basic again. to the shop. Even if it wasn't the shop, if they'd have done it on that sort of budget camera again. I can kind of see why you would want that, actually. Now you've said that, I almost... And that's what took it away from... I don't mind that the characters are still there and that's all that, but it just seemed too flashy. And it seemed too well-prepared. I just didn't... Like, isn't there a bit where, like, there's a song on the roof or something? Yeah, A, B, C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy and it was one, stuff two, like three. that that I was like, this <coughs> isn't really what I wanted out of this. <laughs> <laughs> it really... But that, I, that was the first viewing. Yeah. So, so having watched I watched it, recently, it again. I'm still not bowled over by it, I'll be honest. Like, right. But it's better than I am... It's better than I remembered, which is probably a good thing. Mm. I always, like... It, it, before I watched it this time, if someone would have said Clerks 2, I'd have probably gone, nah, I'm not that fucked. <laughs> but like now, I can see the point in it, but I still just wish it would have been... I, you always have like that thing, don't you, where you want it the way you yeah, would have liked it. how I was with, oh, what film was it? It's, it I have it with Ragnarok. Mm. Everyone loves Ragnarok, but because it was set up, they said, oh, it's going to be Doctor Strange... And thought, I mean, it's like a road trip kind of movie. Mm. I already kind of pictured how I wanted it. And ever since then, 
I kind of I like the film, yeah. but not as much as other people because yeah. I've always got this version of the film in my head. I think you're always you're always going to do that to a certain extent, and I'm definitely guilty in this one because I feel like I could have done it better. <laughs> I honestly, I do, I get what you mean. I'd be interested by that version. But I fucking love this film. Mm. I love. I feel like this was a bit because you know why, Gary? Mm. He ends it properly. Mm. The ending is. Perfect, and it is, is the t- the time of the ribbon. Make it, which is the only thing which makes me a little worried about reboots. But I kind of think reboots are tongue in cheek, like almost like a fan made film by the man himself. Mm. So I'm going to leave that. But it's just it, it made sense. It was like why do more? Why do clerks again in that shop? The brilliant first scene. Let's just set fire to the fucking shop. It's gone. End of game over. Mm. Let so what? What's almost as demeaning in modern America? working in fast food mm. and the dreariness of that which I get like I, I, I'm not I don't know I just sort of wish it was shoestring budget but like I don't mind it I, I just think I don't remember it being as quotable there were some bits in it oh mate I can probably say it's word for line for line the whole film I love it the whole the porch monkey thing kills me every single time it's like, Randall! It's like, what? You see, now needs to go to a couple of little porch monkeys. And, and um, the the whole thing where it keeps going, one ring to rule them all. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. that, little, that little nerdy virgin character <laughs> when she has like the, the, what was it, a pussy gnome? The little pussette, pussy elf. Yeah. That, I have no idea what the cat just did. If you are listening to this podcast and you just heard it go a bit funny, I might have to edit it later. Is it still recording? I don't know what's going on now. What has your cat done? <laughs> There's going to be a lot of editing on this. Um, I, can't, I hate the fact I can't even see how it's recording now. That's really going to piss me off. Where were we? Where were we up to? So, Clerks 2. Yes. I said... Oh, I'm well thrown out the game now because of that fucking cat. Um, oh my god, where were we up to? He says, "Well, I said it's quotable." Yeah. You said. I said. I said there is quotes in it, but I think compared to others, I don't think it's as quotable. Yeah, and I said, I think it is quotable. I think it's very good. I like everything about it. I like every character in it. I think Jay and Silent Bob See, are amazing. Jay, Jay's found God. Jay's found God, which I is didn't hilarious. Like the little. Prissy guy in it. Oh, this is it. That's what I was about to say. I think it's more believable that Dante would throw away his relationship for that woman in Uh. this film than he him throwing away his relationship in the first film. It was dead odd how he was kind of like almost playing the field very Uh. flippantly in the first one. It almost didn't match his character, Uh. but in this film, it made sense why he would. Because he's actually not happy. He's just got the girl that you're told you're meant to get. Mm. When really he didn't want her. He wa- yeah. he needs a, a friend more than anything. I get that. I still... I don't know. I, I always just had it down as... My second least favourite. Oh, no. <laughs> like, Randall and Dante in the end, like, crying in the jail cell, realising, like, you know, you're going to make me fucking say it. I love you, man. And mm. then Jane sound Bob, like, going, we'll give, we've got money. We've got money. And you know why they've got money. Mm. Um, 
to even buy the quick stop and then they're, they're obviously an incentive for them yeah. it's like we get to hang around the quick stop again <laughs> it's I love it I thought it was a really great full circle thing I did like the fact that it, it was that sort of as you say full circle effect but then that sort of leads us on to this next one because it wasn't the end yeah but we didn't know that at the time but it, and he ended up I, mm, that's, that's by the by we don't know yet how that's working so we'll leave that out for now and then also you've got the whole the donkey sex show scene. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking amazing. Like he accidentally books that and he's like, I'll fucking just keep it. <laughs> um and then like they how they have to go out to blow out steam, so they just go go-karting in the middle of the in the <laughs> ship. I love it. I think there's there's not a bad thing about the film. I think it's totally wholesome. It's Field Mouse's favourite film out of the world. Field Mouse said Clerks 2, it's favourite one. Wow. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, I've got my order. So, yeah. in sixth in sixth place, I put Chasing Amy. I would agree. Okay. Um, I don't think many people would argue that. No. I'd, I'd be very hard... Fan. It, it would be hard to find <coughs> someone who didn't put that one last. And as much as, like, I think... It, it's... The reason being is it's the only one that doesn't sit there comfortably. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it's in the same universe. It's awkward as fuck. Other than the Jay and Silent Bob moment in it, it doesn't have any reference to it. Really. No, no, Other no, than no. A, ben Affleck, a couple of Jason lines Lee. here and there that reference where they used to live. Yeah, so Jason Amy, number six. Number mm. five, I put more rats. See, I put clerks too, there. Oh, man. Wow, very different there. Mm. No. But yeah. for me, the reason I put more rats there was the big, like, it, it, it's same problem for me. It doesn't really fit in. If you think about Clerks and Dogma, maybe Clerks 2, it's really silly. The only th- film that's kind of like it is James Allen and Bob Strike Back. Which is why so, I think it does fit But it's so jarring in, in comparison. And then it's, again, it the, the story's dead odd and I kind of yeah I kind of never connected there's so many weird in jokes Stan Lee saves yeah. it a lot but oh, no, I really like more rats like I, I, that's why I think the only thing is like I, I feel like that one oddly enough belongs more than Clerks 2 did Clerks 2 felt like an afterthought hmm um, then number 4 I put Jane Silent Bob Strike Back wow that's way too low down, bruh. No. <laughs> what, what, what is to come? It oh. makes sense. It's like you said, it's like a really good stone film. It's silly and everything, but in the grand view askew universe and the talents of Kevin Smith and what he's setting up, he would not want that to be remembered as his best work. I'd be, I, it's I'd a, be over the moon if that was my best work. But Jane Silent Bob straight back. I... I Come five out of five on moviepoopshoot.com. Exactly. Get that cat a fucking way. Everyone knows this. Get the two. I keep yeah, an eye on this. Yeah, you go. Uh, my fourth, if that's where we're up to, will probably then be more rats. Right. And then my third. Okay. Would be clerks. I put clerks as third as well. Did yeah. we just become best friends? <laughs> no, I put clerks as third as well. I think it's it's perfectly good, holds up, but then I have to systematically say that the better films after Clerks are, and you'll agree, because you've not said it yet, but the order is different, 
Dogma. Dogma is top. Dogma's two for me. So what's your number one? Clerks two. two. Yeah. What? I honestly really love it in every. I think. So I, my my second would be Jane Silent Bob. Because I just think it's so fucking funny. I and get, then Dogma because it's clever funny. I feel like Dogma has most of what I wanted, but at the again the it's it's yeah it's it, it has it has it's it's I don't know how to explain it. It's clever, smart. It is a good Jane Silent Bob story as well as other characters, but for me, the reason Clerks Two is better. Uh, for me is I don't have to concentrate as much on Clerks 2 it's more about the characters and mm. I felt like each character that you knew previously before like Dante, Randall, Jane, Bob they all get a nice little send off and a nice little round and there's new characters brought in which are totally cool and funny and then it wraps up as far as we were then it wraps up everything nicely and that's what I wanted I got total closure from that film and it made me. It makes me go like, oh, we've come a long way. I would never have thought that people would have held that in that high regard. Maybe no, not people, just me. And I mean, I mean, I love. I mean, it's. Got, <laughs> I love the way it's all updated, like the whole Star Wars versus Lord of the Rings debate. I still mm. use fucking Randall's argument every time. Whenever I see or go, someone says Lord of the Rings is better, I, I immediately go right. I'm going to do an impression of the three films, and as soon as I do the, the first impression, I notice the person doesn't go, that's from Clerks 2, I'm like, right, I'm carrying this on, <laughs> and I'll just do it anyway, and they're like, no, sh- shut up, shut up, you're not right, I, I am, I'm fucking right, I'm, I'm right, because Randall is right, <laughs> who's, and he brought Porsche Monkey back, <laughs> took it back, Um. so yeah, we, I, I'd love to hear what other people thought, if you put it in the comments down below, what order you would put the films in. Um, we've got some stuff coming up. There's a few films coming out. There's Joker oh, coming out. We'll review that. Jane Silent Bob. Bob Reboot, <laughs> obviously. We'll review that. I feel there's like another couple of films coming out very soon. That of, I'm uh, a bit out of the loop. You moment. have to update the fucking site. Well, you have to send me your little mini reviews. I won't mind. We can just type them on your phone while you're sat watching Pointless. It's a lot harder than it. It... Than it what? <laughs> that I envisage it. It's a lot harder than I. I it's because she, uh, the baby, just constantly wants to be. Held, <coughs> the baby is not even one years old, and you're already blaming it for your shortcomings. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Send me it's those. hard, man. I've got. I've got to watch the film. It's hard enough to watch the film without a distraction of the cute little face. It makes. <laughs> without then having to, I have got. I have got a desk now. I've Have got you... a desk in the music room. Well, you've got no excuse to so take me up. Something. I only bought it this weekend. All right, fair enough. <laughs> so, hopefully, well, then weekend desks, is it? Yeah, and uh, I'm now flexible working, which basically means I get an extra day off and I get a short day as well, and I get one day work at home soon. Well, I expect that one day of work to be spent sending me stuff to put on the fucking site. <laughs> um, I want to say hello, by the way, to possibly a whole new spectrum of people. We took a massive jump again. Um, Where are these from? Oh, I don't know this time. I actually think it's genuinely just a mixture of across the world. So Introduce hello. Introduce yourselves. Yeah, write it in. 
Just you write may song. get talked about. Yeah. Send us questions to talknerdyuk at gmail.com. Send us all sorts of weird stuff. Don't forget to go on the site. I keep seeing people are going on the site. It's fantastic. Keep going on. We'll keep putting... We normally put more on there, a lot more, but September seems to be quite annually when we just take a, almost a bit of downtime, whether we mean to or not. It's always September. Don't know why. But, yeah, we've got... There's movies coming up. Then we'll start building up the nerdies in, like, is in like 12 weeks. Oh, oh the nerdies. Um, so, yeah. Is there anything you want to say, guys? No. Of course not. <laughs> there never is. Um, I've been Jay. I've been Gaz. And we've been talking nerdy. Keep talking nerdy. Mother, mother, fuck. Mother, mother, fuck. Fuck, mother, fuck. Mother, fuck. Noise, noise, noise. One, two. One, two, three, four. Noise, noise, noise. Smoking weed, smoking weed. Doing coke, drinking beers. Drinking beers, beers, beers. Rolling baddies, smoking blunts. Who smokes the blunts? Who smoke the blunts? Rolling blunts and smoking weed. Ah, uh, let me get a nickel bag. Fifteen bucks, little man. Put that shit in my hand. If that money doesn't show, then you owe me, owe me, oh. My jungle love, yeah. Oh, we, oh, we, oh. I think I wanna know you, know 